Welcome to Soul Logic, not your breathy spirituality. This is neither tie-dye running through fairy fields nor corporate performance metrics, but increasing your inner authority and personal freedom, moving you from the corporate mindset to a conscious mindset. We're your hosts, Cindy and Scott, and we're here to put the practical into awakening. On today's episode, we're talking about inner power and leadership. This is a huge topic and one that's really important. When we did our course, Roadmap to Awakening, this is almost the culmination of a spiritual journey. And there's a reason for that. It takes a little bit of work to get here, but it's a really important place to be. And Scott, we talked a lot about taking responsibility and embodying and things like that in our course, but talk a little bit about why this is so important. This is one of my most favorite topics, and I think it's really important because there isn't a lot of focus out there on this. You have a lot of focus on professional leadership, but what I don't hear as much focus on is personal leadership. How can we lead ourselves? Because if we can lead ourselves in life, we can certainly lead ourselves in work, and then we can have the opportunity to lead others. And I think one of the most important things is that for such a long time, since we're young as children, We're taught to look outside ourselves for validation and seek approval, fit in with the crowd, right? Go with the flow, be a good boy, be a good girl, get a good grade, do the right thing. But does that really help us develop our inner power? Does it really help us develop our personal leadership in a strong way so that we are resourceful and reliant upon ourselves? Or do we give away our power? Because as you said, everything culminates here. It is so true. And as we have in our course Roadmap to Awakening, the final module is personal freedom. When we're able to do this really well, and it is a process, and it does have, there's a few steps in that process, but we are able to then confidently lead ourselves through life. So yes, a really important topic for me. And I wish more people would just spend a few minutes and consider, a few minutes every day, really, and consider how they're showing up in the world and how they're showing up for themselves. And I think that last piece is so important, right? There is, I think even on the spectrum of, if you look at power, right? The external, I think we made such a good point that we look to outside society, our parents, our friends, other people to make what we're doing okay. And that's a normal piece of sort of the power spectrum, if you will, you look externally first and kind of figure out what's okay. And then as you grow, as a person, as you get that inner strength going, you start to look inside and be like, hey, wait, do I actually agree with, do I agree with what's happening here? And I think there's that, that point, kind of a tipping point in, and I think it happens in like different scenarios of your life, right? But there's a tipping point where you're like, oh, hey, wait a second. I actually, I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to think that way anymore. I don't want to be that way anymore. And that's kind of the power we're talking about. Like it's literally the power over yourself, (laughs) your own thoughts, your own feelings, your own actions, and then leading yourself in a way that feels congruent and really powerful for you. Like, I'll give an example. I, you know, have a history of people pleasing. And uh, I think I have definitely given away my power. I think that's such a good point where I did look externally to like, oh, are they happy? Then I'm happy. And what I'm finding as I get older is that's not always the case. So I have had a couple of scenarios where my feelings got hurt and I said something to the person and it didn't go well. And so my old self giving power externally 
would have been like, Ooh, I guess I should never say that again. I should never speak those feelings because it never goes well. But instead, as I'm developing this inner power and my own power to lead myself, it's, I'm also tapping into the body, which we talk about embodiment. And I can feel the shift in me to say, no, you're actually just speaking up your own feelings and that's okay. You're not too, you know, emotional, which women get a lot like, oh, you're too emotional, (laughs) Um, which all those thoughts went through my head. And yet I could feel the strength of my own inner power, my own inner, inner leadership saying, no, this is correct for me. And I think it also helped me release any expectation of the other people to behave or be in a certain way. Like they're not doing anything wrong. They're just, they're doing the best they can too. It's just that now I have a choice to say, I'm going to speak up and however that goes, then I made my decisions from there about how I continue a relationship or don't continue a relationship with a person that isn't willing to have a conversation around a topic that's important to me. And I think that's to me, as I thought about this topic before we talked about it today is one way that I've learned to develop this inner power and this inner leadership. I love that because it's making me remember when I didn't speak up, when I went along with the crowd or went along with whatever was expected, or just, as you said, people pleased just to keep things more comfortable. It actually was more uncomfortable for me. It felt horrible in my body. I felt crappy. I was beating myself up or, and, and I was frustrated, but I often didn't know what the source of the frustration was because I hadn't connected the two, you know, to, to that event. And I heard something the other day that was so powerful. And it was that anger is a smokescreen for something else. And as I'm thinking, I would be angry and I would be deflecting it or put it, putting it out there and say, well, the person didn't do this. The person didn't do that. I didn't get what I wanted, but in reality, I was angry at myself for not speaking up, for not honoring what it was that I knew that I wanted, but didn't have the guts or the courage to to speak up because of everything you just said. And there was that frustration, there was that anger that surfaced. And now that I'm reflecting back on this and connecting the dots, I can see that all of that frustration, all of that anger was really because I didn't follow through for me. And... I didn't listen to my own inner compass. We talk about that, right? Listening to our inner compass. I knew what direction the compass was pointing and I walked the other way. And that was horrible. Totally. I, well, I love the, uh, I love the contrast here of me feeling, you know, in mine where like, no, no, this is okay. But I do, I love the indicator because it's like how, well, great. You know, so have inner power and leadership. How do you know when you have an opportunity to do that, to grow that muscle? And I think you're bringing up a great point. Those big kind of you know, emotions, anger, frustration, uh, something that kind of feels icky. It's an opportunity, right? I love that as far as an indicator to be like, okay, I'm angry. You know, am I angry at them or am I angry at me? <laughs> right? And uh, a lot of times it's really easy. We've talked about that before in relationships where you want to just say, oh, if they had just done this, or if they had said that, or if they hadn't said or done something, life would be great. But in many ways again back to the inner power it's how we process that information and is this an opportunity you know you're angry about something it's an opportunity for you to go in and say okay how do I want to do this differently and that's when inner power and leadership I think starts to begin that inner compass you're like oh my compass is saying west and I went north so we need to course correct exactly let's let's uh let's be aligned here with the direction that we're feeling let's actually go in that direction let's take action in that direction. And 
The other way too, is that when I would follow through and started having more confidence in myself, what was interesting is that the outcome, whatever the outcome was, didn't really matter to me as much. I wasn't as concerned because I cared more in that moment about me communicating what it was that I needed to communicate versus what the other per- how the other person received it. I think that's also a great point. I agree because like in even just the example I gave with you know my feelings being hurt and it, you know they didn't go well, but I was still okay. Um, I think that's such a good point of the outcome. I hadn't thought about it in that way. But yeah, when you are really congruent with yourself, when you're in your own power, I think that's, a, you know, you can, ex- you're more accepting, I think, of whatever happens. And you're less swayed by, you know, the shifting winds, if you will, right? I think actually, just speaking of the wind, I think of even as like a metaphor for inner power would be, you know, having a rudder in a boat. So a rudder, you know, keeps you on course and you can go left or right. You can shift your course if you want, but if you don't have a rudder in in the water and the wind is blowing, you just kind of get blown about when you are being impacted or affected by external factors, that's the wind blowing, right? And then you can, with your inner power, you can harness the wind. There were people in San Diego that gave me a sailing license who had no business probably giving me a sailing license. So forgive my metaphor here, but you can catch this. I, you can catch the wind <laughs> and use your rudder to go in a direction that you want to go. But if without that, you just get blown about and it's uncomfortable. It's scary. It's um, keeps you kind of always off balance. And when you have the rudder, you can, it's more, you're more imbalanced. You have more power over which direction you go. Absolutely, because if we're giving away our power externally, think of it at work, right? We're, we're going for a promotion and we start to, we, we want the job because of the money, the title, the possibility for the future, but there's a lot of aspects to the work or what the, what the job is gonna require that don't really sit well with us and we know that, but we ignore that. And so we start to become somebody other than our true authentic self. That's a great example, I think, of people that consistently give away their power. And then they wonder why years later, they're in a place of the midlife crisis or they're, they're just simply not happy or they're, okay, we all ask what's next. I mean, that's a valid thing, right? Where everything is in a state of change all the time. So we're always gonna ask kind of what's next for us, but there's a difference in asking what's next when you're coming from a place of being collected and being centered and feeling very comfortable about who you are and exercising your inner power versus asking what's next and waiting for the wind to blow and seeing which way you can jump into the, the current and where it's gonna take you. And unfortunately, many people do that. And I see that as I'm working with, with clients in career coaching, a lot of what happens mid-career is, is something like that. I've done this for a period of 20, 25 years. I've been successful, but it doesn't fulfill me. And then when you try to retrace the steps to figure out how they got there, often it was because of what I just said because decisions were made that weren't really felt into, not thought, but felt into. And then when they thought about it, they said, oh, this is great. There's a lot of potential, upwards potential, but then their power was given away more and more to an external source and they lost, as they did that, they went further off course with your analogy of the sailboat, right? Or the boat, they went further off course and they become more disconnected from who they are. And I think that that's one of the biggest benefits of what's happened in the last couple of years is people have had more time with themselves. 
whether they liked it or not. <laughs> Many people <laughs> didn't like it and didn't embrace it, yeah. but they've been able to ask those questions. And this is the perfect time for people to take that step back a little bit. You don't have to change anything in your life, but just give yourself a few moments every day to consider where you are today and what resonates with you and ask those questions as you go through the day. That's a great way to get more in touch with who you are and to exercise your own inner power. I agree. And, you know, it was, you're speaking about that, I think too, in working, you know, just having coworkers or coaching and mentoring other people in the corporate area. It's like, I, one of the tactics I hear all the time is like, well, who do you admire? List five people that you admire. And typically, you know, it might be, I don't know, Richard Branson's coming to my mind for some reason, but like he, he, he marches to his own drummer. He carves his own path. I mean, those are the people who are inspiring. Um, especially I think those people, those of those people, I say those people, I mean, I've certainly been in that boat where I, you know, have taken the job, um, and not living fully. And you look to those people who are like, they're taking the risk. They're following their own hearts. They're following their own wishes and dreams. And to do that, they have to really be in touch with, with that piece of themselves. They have to have that inner compass, that inner power to do it. And I think that's why they are so inspirational. Cause it's like, Ooh, I want to do that. I'm a little stuck. And so look, here is somebody modeling for me, not being stuck. And I want to do that more. And I think the more you have that ability to even like stuckness can be an opportunity to go in. It doesn't have to be anger. It can just feeling, you know, stuck. Why am I stuck? Well, I'm in this job. I took it for money, right? Which is common and not a terrible thing. You have family, you want to provide for them, or you just want to have nice things, whatever, but you're stuck. You're listening to Soul Logic, shifting you from a corporate mindset into a conscious mindset. Check out our course online at roadmaptoawakening.com, helping you bring the practical into awakening and make sense of what's happening on your journey. It's difficult sometimes to become unstuck. And that's the going in piece. That's getting your compass pointed in the right direction. Um, and it does, I think it, it's, to me, it's like a little bit, there's like an, a lot of effort to get yourself going. And then once you start to hone this muscle, this skill, like things do, I think become easier. For they do. Yourself, for, yeah. They do. Absolutely. I mean, think about that. If you're kind of going up a, like a, a bell curve, right? Or an arc and you get to that top. And eventually when you start coming down the other side, like a roller coaster, you're going to gain momentum and yeah. it does become easier. And the other thing, when you're mentioning Richard Branson, it brought to my mind, I mean, the most exciting, interesting people are not going to join somebody who's not in their inner power. That just came to me. You know, if you yes. want to surround yourself by incredible people and fantastic conversations and fun and opportunity and potential, it really behooves every single one of us to step into our inner power and lead ourselves with conviction personally, because the alternative is not all that appealing in my mind, at least. And it certainly is not all that comfortable. It's actually really uncomfortable because it feels awful after some time. And we start asking these questions of what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? And then when I hear people asking these questions, when I would push back and say, you have options, we all have options. What are a few of them? They kind of shut down because they haven't given themselves that permission, which is such an important thing to think about the options. And you know, to your point just a few minutes ago, it 
we have to do something different to get here. Because if we don't, we're going to remain in that rudderless boat, kind of blowing left and right. And sometimes it's good. And a lot of times it's not good, but we feel helpless. And this is the whole point. When we have this inner power, we are the opposite of helpless. We are so on point, on target, and others know it. And that's when I said earlier that when I, when I do speak up, when I do share, when I make my decisions and I'm not willing to be blown off course, it feels amazing. And I don't care what anybody else says anymore. It just doesn't matter. And that feels so good. That is, that's getting to personal freedom, right? When that is like, getting to personal freedom. Exactly. Which is the goal that that is the goal to just be who you are fully, completely hundred percent of the time. And to just have that, like, I, I am me, accept me, don't accept me, whatever. It's okay. And this is, this is the, the bridge that gets you there. Yeah. And, and let's encourage other people to do the same thing. And imagine if people were living like that, what a different world it could look like. It's so true. And I want to go back just really quickly to the permission thing. Cause I, um, I have not articulated this for myself, but I was in a conversation with a friend who said, you know, I need permission. I don't, and this is a strong person, a strong personality. And it just caught me off guard. Cause I thought, well, you are the least, per, least likely person I would say who needs permission. So to anybody listening to this right now, can we just give permission? You have permission to explore yourself, to do something different, to get unstuck, to be angry and go figure it out why you're angry and take back your power. Absolutely. Is that, what do they say? Do you, right? I mean, do you and put you first. I, I like to say, put yourself at the top of your to-do list. It's so true. Cause I think it seems narcissistic and selfish, but actually when you are healthy, when you are whole, you are a better friend, lover, parent, worker, boss, whatever your wholeness is what I think. And like, I think, you know, Rich, I don't know Richard Branson personally, but like he's, you know, he's in his fullness in his wholeness of, at least on a business standpoint, pushing the edge, pushing the envelope. He's going for it. Absolutely. And it makes things easier all around you. That's what I've noticed. You spend a lot less time in indecision wondering, oh, should I, or shouldn't I, or what should I do? No, you just know, you know, it's true. Yeah. Right. And that, that knowing that that inspires better communication, more open communication, improved trust, better relationships, as you said. I mean, you just become a better person, but you inspire others to also become a better person. And there's nothing better than that. You know, just quickly on the relationship piece too, I think when you have your own inner power and you're trusting yourself, then you give the person you're with, whether it's a romantic partner or family member, whatever, uh, the leeway to be themselves and not make it about you. Right. You know, you can just be sort of standing without judgment about them and just knowing who you are and um, they might be spinning out and you can just be still and it's okay. And, you know, again, those winds can blow externally around you in a relationship and you can just be standing still and, and calm. And I think that then encourages, it kind of rubs off, if you will, on at least my experience, it kind of rubs off on the other person and you just the drama, the angst, the anxiety kind of dissipates when you're just like, okay, because this, is this about me? Is this about you? Is this about us? Is this just something external coming into the relationship? I feel like that inner power, when you have it, you can have that perspective to just say, oh, this is, you know, it's not triggering me. It's not spinning me out. I, and if it is me, I can handle it. Right. 
And if it isn't me, I can just stay out of it. <laughs> I've noticed that. And, and I feel like when we have this and we're, we're really exercising our, our own you know, personal leadership, our self-leadership, we have more to give. We're not as impacted by what's happening around us. And that just makes for, as you said, a calmer, a calmer environment, a calmer situation. It's, it's yeah. easier. I think it's even true, actually, as you say that, I mean, that's even true. We talked about this a little bit about even with COVID happening uh, there. I mean, there's a lot of horrible things happening with COVID, but if you can just be still inside and have your own power and navigate your own way through it, it was definitely more a peaceful process for those who could not be buffeted by those COVID wins, if you will. I mean, if you got COVID, that's one thing, you know what I mean? But just like the fear that was out there and is there a vaccine? Is there not a vaccine? Do I take it? Do I not take it? Like there was just so much information. And if you could just know who you were and what you needed in that time and in this time, I guess it's still kind of going right. Then it was just an easier navigation or, you know, politics or, you know, any, you know, uh, wildfires, anything. There's a lot of stuff happening right now. And if you can just stay in, it's, you're less fearful as well. I think less fearful. And I've noticed less opinionated which is much easier. Yes. Yeah. I'm not yes. really looking to get into a conversation about any of this with anybody, quite honestly. Not that I don't care. I'm aware, but I'm not, I don't have any skin in the game. I trust right. me. Right. And that's right. what we're really saying here is, is trust you, trust you first. And, and don't be so willing to give away your power to somebody else. Give yourself permission, as, as she said, Cindy, to from this day on to say, I trust me. And I'm willing to listen to me. And as we start to wrap up here, we always like to bring it, you know, the soul and the logic aspect of it and tie it all together with some action steps. So Cindy, what would you say the first action would be in increasing inner power and personal leadership? No, I think the first piece is noticing um, opportunities to practice it, right? And I think we talked about those, the, the higher charged emotions, I think are, are a great place to start, anger, frustration, or even maybe a less charged, but that stuckness. And it, use it as an, exp, uh, as an opportunity to explore, to go in and to feel into what you really want. And you don't have to take action about it right away. You might be like, oh, I did take this job because it was for money and it supported my family and whatnot. And that's okay. But if you don't wanna do it anymore, like don't beat yourself up for it, just understand it, right? So I, I think, noticing the sign, taking a moment to, to reflect on it, and then just considering. I think there's, there's, we don't do a lot of contemplation. We do a lot of meditation in our society. I think that's coming more and more, but not a lot of contemplation. Like just let it percolate a little bit and see like, well, what do I wanna do about that? And I think then too, if I just go back to my example of you know the two people in a row that I said, hey, that kind of hurt my feelings, instead of feeling, and it didn't go well, instead of taking that on as, oh, I must just be overly emotional, like feel into that, like, you know, maybe, and it, it could have been the opposite, maybe I was. So I think notice it, look at it, contemplate it before you take any immediate action, but then also do, you know, do start taking steps. Um, it doesn't mean you have to quit your job, but maybe you start looking for opportunities at your job to shift, you know, your work. Maybe there's an opportunity, a project or something that would be more fulfilling to you. Maybe you say something to a boss or a coworker that's been on your mind for a long time. Like that's starting to take your power back. Like little safe steps, right? Small, safe steps toward your inner power. And we can talk more about that on a different podcast. 
Yeah, small steps and and be willing to to observe your life without judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah. can right, that can be give yourself the permission to observe without judgment. And I think along with that is know why, know your why. So if the job example, if you're not happy today, but you took the job five or 10 years ago, ask yourself, why did I take this? And maybe the reason was because I'm a family and I needed to earn some extra income. And this was a great opportunity to do that and still learn something new at that time. That's okay. But every day we're growing, every day we're learning, we're becoming more every single day. So we're not the same person we were yesterday or even five or 10 years ago, of course. We're often our lives our professional life and sometimes our personal lives don't reflect the changes and the growth that we're making. And if we know why we've done something, there could be a less opportunity to judge ourselves and to beat ourselves up, right? We understand why we made the decision and now we're here and we're ready to make another decision. But as you said, it doesn't have to happen immediately. Not this red heart minute, not even tomorrow or next week or next month. Steps, baby steps, just observing contemplating, learning, and listening to our own voice. That is such an important thing with inner power because so often we listen to everybody else. So one, one thing I've learned is I don't ask for nearly as much opinion. I'm not concerned with what other people think, really. And sometimes what's interesting is they're upset that I'm not as concerned what they think. Yeah. And I take that as, okay, yes, I'm getting it. Like I'm really, I'm getting this place. I'm getting to this place now where I do trust myself more than I trust others. Because if you ask 10 people the same question, you're going to get potentially 10 different answers. And who needs that confusion? Yeah. I just wanted to add, I think there's um, just on that note of like, there's definitely a, well, I don't care what people think. And it's from the mind. And you're just stiff arming it. You're just protecting yourself. It's just a, uh, yeah, it's a protect self protection. And then I think what you're referring to is it's a felt sense of I know who I am, and I don't care. You know, I'm I'm not affected by other people. It is a different feeling, and it's hard to articulate. But I think you can fool yourself. So I just want to make a caution for the the listeners. Like there's this like oh I don't care what you think kind of a um, you know a bit dramatic right mind-driven response and there's a felt body-driven sense of okayness when you have that inner power. That's a great point. As we close here, I'm going to leave the listeners with this. When it feels off, it is off. And that ties in with, it's a feeling. So whatever that is, whatever's going on in your life, feel into it. It doesn't have to be a long process. Just kind of feel into it in that moment. If it feels great, it's great. If it feels off, it's off then give yourself the permission to explore why. That's really one of the biggest steps towards developing your inner power and being more self-confident and leading yourself with conviction. Thanks for listening. At Soul Logic, we're excited to explore all of these topics and spirituality that is not... Breathy. Exactly. We have our online course, Your Roadmap to Awakening. You can see it online at roadmaptoawakening.com. I'm Scott Masciarelli. I'm Cindy Jennings. We're so thrilled you joined us today. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care.